When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greetings and salutations. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of the JW Podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. That's right. You are tuning in to the JW Podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience. Guess what? Guess what, gang? <laughs> we have reached episode number 40. That's right. 30 plus 10 of them things. 40 episodes in the books with this episode being number 40. And I want to thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart and the top um, for being here because 40 is a, is a big deal. It's a, 40, it's a big deal to me um, to be able to say that I have sat in front of this microphone 40 times and been able to put out content and for you all to listen, give feedback and tell me that it's making a difference in your life. That's just dope. Like that is... That is something that I'll never get used to. Um, every time I get a comment or something, I'm just like in, I'm in complete shock. I'm like, wow, like this is just, this is just me talking and sharing my experiences and it's impacting people. And you have no idea um, how you can impact someone. So I will say this, if you can use your voice and let it be heard to people, I promise you that it will make a change. Um, whether that's in podcasts, whether that's in conversation, whether that's in, in video, whatever it is, um, just do it. Because the difference that this has made in me by being able to share, I feel the growth. I feel the growth happening within myself. I feel myself becoming a, a whole person um, because I am sharing things that are sometimes painful sometimes things that are, are sometimes pleasurable, um, but I'm sharing them and I'm getting it out and it feels good to get it out. And it especially feels good to be able to know that you're tuning in to me um, week after week and listen to what I got to say and you, you find value in it. So I just want to thank you for that. So because this is episode 40, so I came up with a title and I will tell you that title shortly. I came up with the title. And after I came up with this title, I said, you know what? Let me look and see what the what the number 40 represents, um, because I believe that words mean something. I believe that numbers mean something and we shouldn't just do and say things without really understanding it. So now the question would be, well, if I looked up the, the number 40 and it didn't represent what this episode represents, would I have still done it? And that answer would probably be no because I want to make sure that it is always alignment in everything that I'm doing. So what does the number 40 actually mean? Well, 40 should be the time when a human being is supposed to reach his or her intellectual perfection and understanding of life. This is the time when one can plan the rest of his or her life in a way 
to gain the most from this world for the hereafter. That's so dope. I'm going to read it again. 40 should be the time when a human being is supposed to reach his or her intellectual perfection and understanding of life. This is the time when one can plan the rest of his or her life in a way to gain the most from this world for the hereafter. So how does that tie into my episode title? So disclaimer that I'm going to put out there first. Um, I completely made the word up. (laughs) I made the word up. I was on a panel yesterday. And as I was on this panel, um, all of a sudden this word just came to my, to my mind. And so actually I took out my phone while I was on the panel, I'm on a stage. I took out my phone and I put it in my notes because I didn't want to forget it. And then I wanted to go in and, and dig a little bit deeper later. So what is this word that I have made up and it's coming 100% out of the black and bougie dictionary? Well, the word is owner standing. That's right. It's not understanding. It's owner standing. Owner standing. So how are we going to be able to look in the, in the dictionary to help us clarify things in the black and white if I made the word up? Well, I didn't make all of the word up. I'm going to split it into two. And I want to um, look at the definition in black and white of owner and the definition in black and white of the word standing. So let's do that now. What exactly does that mean? Well, owner is a person who owns something. Quite simply, an owner is a person that owns something. Standing is a position, a status, or a reputation. Standing means a position, a status, or a reputation. So let's put those two together. What is owner standing? It's a person who owns their standing, their position, um, their status, or reputation. A person who owns their position, status, or reputation. Quite simply, that is what owner standing is. Thank you, you're welcome. There's another uh, another uh, <laughs> word from you from the from the Black and Bougie Dictionary. So what does that mean? Why is this important, especially for an episode um, number 40, which is supposed to be um, where you reach your your height and in intellectual perfection and understanding of life? Well, I want you to be able to own your position, that position in your family that position in your finance, that position in your relationships, that position in your business, that position in your careers. You need to be able to own that fully. And owning that means whether it's good or bad, you got to own it. Because if you don't own where, where it is, you can't change where it's going. And then your status and your reputation. You can have a great reputation and you can have a bad one. But if you don't actually own it and be able to say, okay, I have a reputation at being X. This is what I am. This is what I'm perceived as. I got to own that. And it could be a misplaced perception, but you've got to be able to own it first and say, okay, this is the reality that's, that's been put out there. So let me own it so I can do something about it. So let me, let me change it if it's a negative reputation or let me continue and, and continue to grow on this path if it's a positive reputation. But if you don't own it, then you can't do anything about it. 
this is a dope word. I'm super excited for myself. You know, you know, pat on the back, Justin, for coming up with a, a word for the dictionary. I don't know. I didn't try Googling it to see if it actually is a word that's out there, but I don't think that it is. I'm 99.99% um, sure that the dictionary is not the father of this, uh, <laughs> of this definition that I am. So we're going to roll with this is, Justin's, this is Justin's definition. So why is understanding so imp important? Well, if you understand yourself, you can be on a path to extraordinary and break away from the norm. I hate the word normal. I don't like what it represents. I'm sorry if you like it. I'm sorry if you, you know, you know, one of the trendy things now is to say, hey, you know, this is the new normal. What is that? How can you be new and normal? If that's not an oxymoron, new and normal, it, you, you can't have a new normal because normal, which I'll read the de uh, diff um, definition of, is conforming to a standard, usual, typical, or expected can't have a, a new usual typical or expected if it's new think about that that's why i always tell you to think about the things that you say because sometimes if you truly think about it you'll be like how did this come how did this come about well it came about because people want to keep you in a place of normalcy they want to keep you there while they're being extraordinary in everything that they're doing so what does extraordinary mean well it's very unusual or remarkable. It's very unusual or remarkable. So we really should be saying the new extraordinary. You want to be on a path of extraordinary and break away from the norms. Think about this. Have you ever thought about you don't know how to be extraordinary because you've been so self-medicated with other people's normal? Think about that. You've been so just overcome with being what you believe is somebody else's normal, it's been holding you back the entire time from being your extraordinary self. Man, that was, you know, it's, <laughs> it hits differently. You know, I, I always tell you guys, I'm, I'm super, super transparent. And these episodes are, I write down my definitions, as I've told you before. But there's revelation that takes place within the episode, like live, like on the spot. And sometimes I've written something down and then it actually hits and it speaks to me as I'm reading it. So <laughs> my wife would be like, why are you laughing? Or like, why do you say, mm, wow, or you take a moment? She's like, are you feeling yourself that much? No, it's not that I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling myself. It's just like, wow, this actually is impactful to me. And I'm hoping that if it's impactful to me, that it has the same effect on you. And then that's when your extraordinary can happen. So how do you do this? Well, take a, take a journey with me for a moment. So you know that when you grow, a lot of your growth, it happens when you're asleep, right? Sometimes I can look at my daughter. My daughter is 10 years old. Um, she'll be 11 in August. And She's 5'3 at 10. And I can look at her the next day and I can say, wow, you look like you've grown. And it's because she has grown. I know her. I look at her every single day and I see the growth in her. I see it. But I don't see it when it takes place. 
because it's happening when she's at slumber, when she's asleep. And I, th- I, th- I thought about, I said, wow, imagine if we were, we could feel ourselves growing. It probably wouldn't be a good thing. It'd probably be pretty painful. Like God is so amazing. Like he literally, we go to sleep, growth takes place, we wake up and we're new. We go to sleep, growth takes place, and sometimes it's painful, and then we wake up new. Like that is so powerful to me. So I want you to imagine right now that you're, uh, that you're in that meditative state of slumber, that that's what's happening during this episode, and that you're gonna grow, and you're gonna learn some things. They're gonna help you get to the next level. And some of it might be a little bit painful, because you may have to strip away some things. You may have to strip away some things that you've been accustomed to. You may have to strip away some habits that are actually bad habits. You may have to strip away some some folks in your life that shouldn't be there. That's those toxics that I've talked about before. And then when you're stripping away that toxic, another episode I talked about the toxic withdrawal, you'll sometimes go through a, a wanting and a yearning to go back to it. Why? Because it's normal because it's something that you've, that's been usual or typical or expected for you. So you wanna live in that comfort of your normalcy versus being extraordinary. So you're gonna go through a little bit of pain, but you also might go through a little bit of pleasure because you may say, wow, I'm actually a little bit um, more advanced than I thought I was, and I'm going on the right track. This is not always about self-correction. It's sometimes about validating where you actually are and that you're taking the right path. So how do you become extraordinary? Well, I've wrote down a few things that I think will help you because they've helped me. Um, One is going to be to educate yourself. And that education doesn't have to necessarily come from a school, which if you can and you have the desire, you need to go and continue to um, um, seek higher education. Um, But they can also come via books. It could come um, via podcast or just your surroundings. Your surroundings can be the biggest education that you can have. I always talk about when, when there wasn't ways for me to see better um, in my immediate surroundings, I jumped on that MARTA bus and I headed to Buckhead and I looked for things that looked a little bit differently than me and I started to evaluate it. I didn't start to just do it, I evaluated it. And that's where number two comes into place. You investigate. You carry out the research, studies, and make inquiries into the character, the activities, or the background. You got to gather some data. You can't just educate yourself and just say, boom, I want to do it. No, you got to do more investigation. Gather the necessary data points so you can make sure that you're going to be headed in the right direction. And then if you've educated and investigated, then you're going to participate. um, you're going to participate in things that vibrate higher than you. Because when you're at a certain vibration level, you want to make sure that you're always vibrating higher and there's things that you can look up to that has a different energy source um, than you have that helps to uplift you. And this one, you have to be very, very careful of. Because a lot of people will use the words vibrate higher and they're vibrating on the lowest frequency ever. And because you're not vibrating at all, you think that that's where it needs to be. Mm -mm, That ain't it. 
So you got to be careful because there are plenty of false flag vibrations out there. Tons of false flag um, vibrations. And they appear to be higher, but they are either put there to keep you in your place and rooted in making you feel less than. I'm going to say that again. Those false flag vibrations that appear to be higher, but they're either there to keep you in place and keep you rooted in making you feel less than. Because sometimes in order for other people to vibrate higher, oh God, I got to use another Marvel reference. Um, I think it was WandaVision and Hagatha, Hagatha something was her name in this, in this episode. And Hagatha would go and suck the energy out of other people. She just sucked all of their power source out of them. And she would take that power of whatever they had, whether it was um, they were strong, whether it was their insight, whatever it was, she would suck it away from them. And all of a sudden they were thin and they would just die. And she's taken all that energy away. So I say that to say, be careful to make sure that those people's vibrations aren't a false flag and they're actually there so they can keep their foot on your neck and take away from you as they grow and you stay in place. You're just marching in place. Never forget when I was in the ROTC, one of the things that I would do, they tell you go left, 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 ride left. And then before they tell you to take off, you're just marching in place. You're just sitting there marching and they're teaching you how to be that good soldier in place. Just keep on marching. And then when I tell you to move and when I give you the signal, then you could take off. You don't want to sit there and continue for your entire life marching in place, being the hamster on the wheel and really, really going nowhere. But you think you are. And all of a sudden you're just doing it brainlessly. And now it becomes the norm. Huh. <laughs> there we go. It becomes the norm of you doing that. Every time that hamster jumps off the wheel, he goes crazy. Like he's just going all like I never forget. I take my my, my kids to to go see the hamsters in the, in the in the pet store. And I always say, I'm never gonna get you a hamster because that's horrible to be able to put this creature in there. And the only thing he has to look forward to today is jumping on a wheel and going in place. But then when he gets tired, he jumps off and he's wandering around and he's like, what do I do? Where do I go? Like, oh my God, okay, let me get a drink of water. Let me get some food. Um, let me take a bio break. And then what does it do next? It jumps right back on that wheel because that's what it's accustomed to, because that's the norm. But if it was able to go out and be outside of that box, it would be its best self and it would go and it would get fat and it would grow and it would see the world. Um, and it wouldn't be on that, on that hamster wheel anymore. That 100% just kind of came out of, came out of nowhere. Uh, about the hamster, but it, uh, wow. God works through these episodes and he gives exactly what you need when you need it. Why? Because we're in this place right now of the meditative state and we're growing as we go through this episode. So after you've educated yourself, you've investigated, you've done um, your due diligence and, and gathered data, and then you've participated, now you're gonna take risk and be bold. And I'm gonna tell you, it's risky to go against the grain. 
It really is. Some people are going to think you're crazy for doing it. They're going to be like, what's going on? Why don't you continue to just march in place? This is where we're going. You're going to be bold. You're going to take the risk. You're going to jump off of that wheel and you're going to move forward. And you and on that moving forward, you're going to discover because you had the ability um, to be bold and to take those risks. And then I also, I want you to do what you love in the most excellent way. Do what you love in the most excellent way. And I wasn't going to say this, but I'm, I'm going to say it. A lot of us do things, but we're not living in excellence. You know, you could sell a product and you can just get it off and, and just sell it to the person. But there was no excellence in the delivery. There's no excellence in the product. You just saw that there was a need and you if you can barely provide that need, then you feel good because you just you just gave it to them. But it wasn't excellent. Be excellent in every single thing that you do. And this is something that I wasn't going to say as well, but this is something I want to say to my community. Whether you're opening a business, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're in your, your finance, this understanding is so important because you have to be excellent in what you do. If we talk about people are always looking at us as less than, if people think that the, that the African culture is less than, then what do we have to do to show to ourselves and to show them is to be excellent, to be better than everybody else. Don't just open a, a business and do it half-ass. Don't just get into a relationship and say, I'm now into a relationship and then you're not doing anything to progress in the relationship. Don't just have kids and then don't pay attention to your kids. And then you're creating other people um, that are going to grow up and be less than because you haven't provided um, the proper insight into their lives. Don't do that. Be excellent. A lot of us want to be able to support the businesses of our people. But we can't support those businesses because they don't have the proper documentation. Um, they don't have the proper resources. Um, they don't have the, the proper drive, um, the proper business acumen um, to do it. And I'm not saying you jump into something and you know automatically what to do. I failed and I've grown from it. But if the goal was to always be excellent, I'm going to be able to take um, feedback and look at that feedback as a gift so I can make it better because what happens is people open the business and they say oh well it's open and it's a black business and come on in and, and you support me because because I'm black that's not how it works I shouldn't have to be able to look at another culture and be like wow they are doing that on a high level an extremely high level and I'm not going to support them because they don't look like me. That's not how it works, guys. So if you think that you're gonna be able to open a business and not have the goal 
of doing it as a, at a high level, then you shouldn't open it. And also, if you're going to open these businesses, if you're going to create platforms that don't operate in the vein of excellence, just know that you are providing an example that's going to continue to grow and grow like mold. Because the one thing we know is when you let a piece of fruit, if it sits out on that counter long enough, it's going to mold and it's going to decompose. And it's going to affect everything else that's around it. You put another piece of fruit next to it, it's going to, it's going to mold as well. I didn't come up with that. That's something I've heard for many, many years. But if one piece is moldy, it's going to mold the rest. So what do you got to do? You got to give it the proper nutrients. You got to give it the proper sources so it can be vibrant and it does not die. And that's what will happen to some of these platforms and some of these businesses. They will die if they don't have the proper nutrients for them to, to, to move forward. I'm off my soapbox, um, but I felt like I needed to say that um, because there's some things that I've, I've seen that have just been less than excellent and with no actual plan to be excellent. They're just planned to be open. <laughs> open is not the new excellent. Excellent will always be excellent. Extraordinary will always be extraordinary. That's what you have to do. You know, I always think about the example of, you know, a housekeeper um, that cleans rooms in a hotel. And she has to be able to go and know that she's going to clean anywhere from 16 to 20 rooms. 16 to 20 rooms of people that come into these rooms, they trash them, and there's an expectation that they're going to be like new every single time when the next guest checks in. 16 to 20 rooms with 16 to 20 toilets, 16 to 20 tubs, 16 to 20 vacuuming, all of this, glasses, everything that has to be clean, and it has to be excellent every single time. And if that housekeeper does not have excellence and extraordinary in her mind, then you're going to have complaints and that business will fold and you won't be able to sell those rooms. You know, I tell the story because right when they say, if you know better, you'll do better. I tell the story um, in some of my past podcasts of where, you know, growing up, you know, you see the block boys, you know what I mean? People on the block doing whatever, scammers, thieves, etc. And then you also have positivity that's around you. But then sometimes the positivity doesn't look that cool or financially beneficial. And so you, you could either take the route of going toward those things that are negative, or you could make the positive something that you think is cool and financially beneficial. And you can only do that if you are excellent. You know, I was thinking, you know, because a lot of people will present themselves as diamonds, the real thing. And we don't we don't we don't have a physical diamond tester that we, we can test and see if it's a diamond or a C or a CZ cubic zirconia. But what we do have is discernment. We have discernment, which is the God given intellect and ability to discern between right and wrong. That is your diamond tester. That is when you test if people's intentions are good. 
you know, I tell myself that, um, I tell people that I'm a, uh, introvert extrovert, you know, I'm an extrovert when I need to be, and I'm an introvert, uh, the majority of the time. That's where I like to reside. I like to be to myself. I like to be to my thoughts. I like to be into that meditative state. And by, by doing so, um, I've been able to discern and I've been able to see when people are right for me and when people are wrong for me. And <laughs> this makes me think about Fat Joe, the street poet, Fat Joe. Um, and he has a saying on his, on his platform. He says, yesterday's price <laughs> is not today's price. The value has went up. I want you to look at yourself and say, yesterday's value of me is not today's value of me. Today's value of me is continuing to go up and it's going to go up day after day after day if I'm taking the steps towards extraordinary. But hear me and hear me well. Yesterday's price will still not be today's price. It'll be less than if you're not on a path to excellence. You have to make sure that excellence is in your view. You have to make sure that you're being fueled by it. And that's why I'm telling you these steps that will help you to get there. So I'm gonna read them one more time for you. Educate yourself, investigate, gather the data, participate in things that vibrate higher than you, take risk and be bold, and do what you love, and do it in an excellent way. And I promise you, if you do these things, you will be on a path to extraordinary. So we've come to that time where it's the homework, right? We gotta do homework. You're continuing to get good grades in it. I'm proud of you. Um, it looks like you're gonna get your degree at the end of the season. Um, you've been working. Last season was your, was your uh, associate's degree. Um, and this one's going to be your bachelor. So I just want to congratulate you in advance for getting your, um, your degree in the bougie lifestyle. And the homework helps you to get there. So I want you to write down in one column, what do you perceive to be just the norm? What are the things that are normal to you? And then in another column, I want you to put down the things that you perceive to be extraordinary. And here's how there's going to be some crossover. So I'll give you this one as an example. You can put down, well, you know, my relationship is normal. You know, it's, it's moving. You know, it's, it's consistent. Um, it's, it's where it should be. But that can also, you can put that in the extraordinary column. Because I don't want my, my relationship to just be normal. I want it to be extraordinary. I want to be able to reach new heights in all, <laughs> in all levels of my, of my relationship in the love, in the trust, um, in the joy, um, in everything I want it to be extraordinary. So those, those are things that can be in both columns. And so if you see things that are in the norm column and you look at the things that are in the extraordinary column, I want you to be able to try to convert some more things over from normal to extraordinary. And you have to write them down first and make them plain in order to do so. And then also, I'll give you another example. Some of the things that could be in the normal column is, hey, I've got some toxic individuals in my life, and hey, you know what, I just normally deal with them. You know what, they, they are what they are, so I just deal with these individuals. No, 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 no. We're going to withdraw from that, 
and we're going to replace those toxic individuals. Either they're going to be converted and they're going to move and vibrate higher, or they're going to jump into the extraordinary column and we're going to be extraordinary because that old saying of, of eagles fly with eagles and then chickens are on the ground with the chickens. I don't want us to be on the ground with the chickens. I want us to soar with the eagles because the eagles keep soaring and they just go and they go and they go. Thank you so much for tuning in to this milestone episode of episode number 40 of the Black and Bougie podcast. That's right. You are tuning into the JW podcast known as the Black and Bougie Experience, where we are powerful people that were, are upwardly mobile. I thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope this was impactful to you the way that it was impactful to me. I look forward to speaking to you again. Be inspired and stay bougie.